Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Urban Pace Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Today we have Queer Fossil in the house. What's up? How y'all? All right. Can you uh, give a quick introduction uh, to yourself and your company? Yes, so I founded Cuerpaso, which means awesome body in Spanish. I had the pleasure of playing professionally, and I got to train around the world. Lived in Brazil, uh, Germany, also India, playing this beautiful game, and I now work with athletes and celebrities training them. I also train D1 soccer players and people who play professionally around the world. That was a very uh, nice rehearsed uh, intro. You got everything except your name. Boom. Oh, by the way, my, my name is Tadeo. Most people call me Cuerpaso because I just rip off my yep, shirt and they see yep. the abs. Oh, my bad. Okay. Tadeo. Okay. And then we also have a couple guest co-hosts. We got some ballers in the house. First, I want to introduce Tiago with uh, Brazuca Ballers. Tiago here. And of course, everybody recognizes Gilbert from HB Futsal. All right. <laughs> Stay humble. So let's just start off right off the bat with uh, your company, Cuerpaso, right? Because um, I'm looking right here at your Instagram account, yeah. and it says, voted best butt workout, LA Weekly. Yes. So, so what, Tell us about that. Yeah. Let me tell you about this. Soccer is the best sport in the world, but it's also a metaphor for life. So to have a good fitness level, you need a good booty. You mm, need a good mm, butt. Mm. So I'm from Brazil. So what I did is I created a workout based around soccer. So it applies to pro athletes as well as people who just want to look and feel great. Mm -hmm. So this enhances the fitness level. So ladies who love the great butt and athletes who want to have a good life and a good sex life and a great mm -hmm. life overall, mm -hmm. that's why we, we focus on the booty. All right. You got our attention, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then uh, the workout is soccer based, right? Yes, correct. So, you know, I trained next to the, some of the top athletes to ever live. And what I did is I derived like all these soccer based movements, added the fitness level. We throw a little sexy Brazilian dance in there and I have my own patented quarter fossil balls. Mm -hmm. So we use the soccer balls and mm -hmm. some people are more technical than others. And mm -hmm. we just base that on your level. Okay, so then uh, it's an over, it's an overall body workout, though, right? Yeah, we work everything in the body. Yeah, okay. we just shake and have fun. I call it a vacation, you know, because we just have a good time. I <laughs> really? take you to Latin America, yeah. so you feel like you're on the beach, the okay. beautiful ladies. Okay. It's a good vibe. So you're from Brazil, though? Yeah, I'm from Rio. Where, okay, so you grew up in Rio. I lived in Rio as a kid. I also traveled to Europe because okay. when I was training as a kid, Europe, and I, then I got to see the United States, of course. Okay, so I'm here and now. when did you come over here? I came here when I was 17. 17, okay, yeah. so you came here late. Well, I was here. I've been here before. I okay. came here before, but 17 for college. Okay. One, my, my mother was strict about it. She was like, you got to do a little bit of schooling. Mm. And obviously the States is known for that. So that's okay. what made me come here. So why is your uh, English so good then? Because I grew up trilingual. Like I okay. speak Portuguese, English, Spanish. Mm -hmm. used to speak French and German. Okay. So as a kid, I learned multiple languages. All right. So I can just switch one, one another. In LA, I never really speak English. It's Spanish mostly. Okay. So you're carioca. Exactly. Okay. Ancient. Where are you from in Brazil? São Paulo. São Paulo. Oh, we got he's a little bit of yeah. Paulista versus he's Carioca a, he's in the a house. Paulista, but he knows oh, no. a Flamengo. Melhor do mundo. Oh. <laughs> Hell no. He, I'm surprised he doesn't have a Flamengo jersey. I'm going to get in my car and get him one. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm going to take him to the stadium give him a good training session. Okay. I'll so, take him. I need so to your Flamengo is, is, is your, uh, where you uh, rep, right? Yeah, that's my home club, and I actually train there, so uh, I know okay. the club facilities very really? well. And okay. that's, that's about, it's about half an hour, 20 minutes from my house. Okay. So that's my home feel, and I've mm. experienced the compo, and it's like it's just like the grass is so soft, it's like a bed, and, oh, and the wow. talent level is superior, like to, okay. to none. Yeah, we yeah. 
You have some kind of comment about your hometown. What 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 team do you represent from Sao Paulo? Sao Paulo. Okay, yeah. and so what's the best one in Sao Paulo? He's the best one. He's the best one in Rio. We were the best one in Sao Paulo. So okay. for a big country representing like a hundred plus million people, our two oh, closest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So then, uh, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just gonna cut right to the chase. Who's yeah. got the best uh, butt out there then? The best butt. Best butt out there. So you're, because wow. uh, like, you're an expert, yes, right? Yes, I, I study butts. I live yeah. for booties. And, and I'm going to say, we have actually two experts on butts in the house, because he's uh. a butt expert as well, <laughs> informally. Well, I, I have no idea where that is. Oh, from. my goodness. Well, we have in this session called a bunda or boom boom. Okay. So that those are the two ways referred to butts in Brazil. So, mm. it, so I, only know, I, I know Popozal. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That Popozula. Like you're, you like the big butts, John. Oh. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best butts. I'm I'm around them all day, so it's kind of like my art firm to study. But celebrity wise, a lot of times they just don't have booties. Okay. I, I think you need to go to like the gyms yeah. and the beach to really just indulge and enjoy. Right. And nowadays, everybody's got like a good butt. Like it used to be just yep. certain countries, yeah. but it's, it's, it's getting kind of like popular to, to want to work your butt and have that asset. Okay, from a professional uh, expert opinion then, mm -hmm. who's got the best celebrity butt out there? Wow, celebrity celebrity booties. Who would I want to be dating right now? No, I'm oh, saying, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's got um, the best celebrity, you know, like as a celebrity. Yeah. yeah, celebrity, who's like the best that. one? <laughs> well, I, I like I like how Jessica Alba's body is. Jessica Alba, okay. I love that body. Yeah. Because she's got the legs as well. Because mm. you don't just want to, but like people are getting implants. Mm -hmm. That doesn't look right. You want the legs and the butt to just correspond and have that nice symmetry. That's okay. Magic. Who's, who's got the best male celebrity butt then? Let me let me throw this out as, oh, no. as a straight dude. Mm -hmm. Just so I'm okay. single, just right? To right. Keep um, it, just to keep it, we, you know. We know that soccer players do. Um, when I actually had the pleasure of training in the same facility as uh, David Beckham, mm. we used to train next to each other, and I'll I'll say that his work ethic and overall physique <laughs> is like the landmark of what it should be. And mm. as a kid, I saw that, so we all look up to. Or at least I did his work ethic and also okay. the results that came from because it's the abs and 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 the back. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. So you like David Beckham's butt? Uh, no, I like David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I like the player, but he happens to have good abs and butt. Okay. <laughs> let's let's add that. All right. <laughs> or bunda. Right. Right. So. I'm like, usually I'm just used to Gilbert, right, with mm -hmm. his crazy hair, but you got the crazy hair going on too, right? Yeah, th this is just natural. I came out of the womb like this. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My mom didn't know what to do, so she just was like, let it go. Okay. Cause, yeah, because it takes time to grow his out, right? So. Yeah. I like, I like that. I, I remember when I saw Gilbert balling one day, I remember the braids Yeah, or the, or the hair. Yeah. All right. So we have, a, you know, obviously a few ballers in the house. Um, do you have a soccer background? Is that how you got into it? How did you originally get into what you're doing today? So, yeah, what, what I grew up like, just like eating cereal or whatever you did as a kid, like I played soccer. Mm. So I had the pleasure of seeing the world because I played soccer. And what I wanted to do is my body got tired. Like physically, I'm in pristine shape, but your knees and your back get tired quickly. Mm. So with that being said, I was like, how can I always, once my, I got to play a couple of years, mm -hmm. once my pro career was ending, which was short, mm -hmm. I said, how can I transcend and continually play soccer and share this happiness and, and Jogo con all the whole world. So I had this epiphany because, uh, I was hanging around, you know, Miss Universe's girlfriends, and they would always comment on my body. Oh, my bad, I, my bad. Miss Universe's <laughs> girls are commenting on your body. Okay. So I'd have on my, I'd have on my Zunga. Uh, so in, in, in Latin America, guys wear the tidy Speedos. So I'd have on that. You, and the, that that's, uh, yeah, he does that a lot of times. Oh, uh, you do too? That's, what you, that's why they ban you from the beach. <laughs> no, Jesus, Tiago. But so I said, 
okay, how can I combine soccer and mm. the fact that I have this physical, physical acumen? Mm. And so I came up with this concept of Cuerpo. So let me transcend soccer so I can play forever mm-hmm. and, and, and give people and instill them this happiness that I have from playing as well as maintain my physique in theirs. So it okay. just hit me. It just was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do and doing it around the world. Gotcha. How, so then... Uh, Give us a little bit about your uh, professional playing experience then, because I didn't know you had a pro yeah. uh, background. Yeah, so um, I got to play in Novo Guasú. That's a suburb of Rio, yeah. about an hour and a half from the city. Okay. I was training at Flamengo. Then um, people loved what I was doing. I was invited to train at Darmstadt, which is in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Um, also was invited to the Superliga in India to play in a stadium in mm-hmm. Goa, which is a suburb. Mm-hmm. So I got to see and play around like super, super ballers at the best stadiums mm-hmm. in Europe, Asia, and Latin America. And what my physical acumen, my strength and my ability to, to have vision, but also defend is what I'm more of that than a technical player. So the Jenga, I got, I got a couple couple moves, but I'm more like to, to defend and nobody could ever get by me. Mm. So that allowed me to see the world on a, on a work visa plan. So it was okay. just the beautiful. That was my dream. And uh, as you can as you can see, if you check out my website, I've had the chance from there to then work with top athletes and celebrities using this program because they're like, wow, you you were balling. Like, we want to look and, and have that same energy, too. Okay. So out of the uh, the different leagues that you're out there, um, which of the leagues are the ones that really... Because uh, so, you, you said you're playing a defensive... Yes. You're a defensive yes. midfielder? Left back. Left back. Okay. I was left left midfield but uh, they moved me to back because I jumped like a, I jumped like a basketball player okay so you were you were uh, you went did a trial at Bundesliga then yes said? exactly okay. they invited me out there there was me and one other guy from Brazil and uh when we were at the stadium I, I hit I had a move I hit a step over I went in because I you know I'm a back but I'm gonna go up like Marcelo he's mm. he's a good dude mm. so I went up and I thought I was gonna soar but next thing you know I was eating turf and it's cold mm. I got my face <laughs> smashed into the grass so I realized like in Germany, you have to adjust for the strength difference. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I was able to, you know, use my, my force, but also you got to be quick because they're just naturally taller and bigger individuals, right. and they got a, they got a game plan. Whereas in Brazil, Brazil is more s- smooth. You just roll with it. Okay. It's como si fosse dançando, like you just play the game. It's like a dance. Mm-hmm. But in Germany, they have strategy, so you have to adjust quickly, or you get sent home. Got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so what about for your your clientele then? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what's the breakdown between? Uh, Male, female, athlete, casual people. How does that work? So I would say that I do about 80% women. And the reason being is that women care more about their physique in general. Most dudes just want to have a fancy car and they, they don't really they don't really actually put any emphasis on the emphasis on that. However, when it comes to top athletes, like they really care. So I have like I did Jesse Metcalf, who was the star of Desperate Housewives. I did Yasiel Pui, who had his billboard around town. So really high-end athletes and actors, they, they seek me out because they, they want that drive. And they know that soccer is, is a language, as, as you know, John. So they, they can speak it if, even if they didn't play it. And they, they get that same workout level and their results come physically, mentally, and emotionally. Okay. But then you also do like uh, private workouts as well, right? Yeah. So that's how I make a living. So I... You know, I used to work on Rodeo on uh, Fifth Avenue mm-hmm. doing this quarter also workout. And I had to, like, I would do eight, eight, nine people a day. And I'd say about two guys. And usually they were in the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, athletes, like, for instance, last year I worked with a D1 player who went to uh, University <clears throat> of Pennsylvania. And uh, he was Argentinian guy. Amazing. He trained with me and then UC, the UCLA team. Mm-hmm. So he'd work with me more on the physical and at UCLA more on the tactical. Mm-hmm. And then he beat Harvard and, and had a baller year. Nice, nice. Okay. So let's say, for example, mm-hmm. we had uh, a couple guys like uh, Gilbert and Thiago approaching you, right? Let's okay. start with uh, Gilbert here, mm-hmm. right? So Gilbert, he's a baller. He yeah. plays, obviously. He's a coach. Oh, yeah. 
uh, let's say he wanted to improve his game or mm -hmm. his phys you know the physical aspect of his game right in order to right. take it to the next level uh, how would you go ahead and, like start from the beginning and how would you kind of tailor it for like a private workout for him that's a great question yeah. so i'm gonna tailor it based on where he's from also i'm gonna oh, get a little deep on y'all so gilbert <laughs> you're, you're from where are you from gilbert i'm from kenya see so he's from kenya so naturally i want to i want to hone in on his innate abilities like he's got fast muscle muscle fibers so he's, he he's, looks like him but he's, he's a little <laughs> so you're the Hated. slowest kenyan i see you, you gotta represent no, your actually race. that's true though uh. when you think about it it's very true because in my high school i, I played soccer for my high school okay and i was one of the slowest people in the field <laughs> <laughs> we i can't, I can't run fast so so john we but everybody in the school was very fast when i'm running uh -huh. for the ball they're like oh this guy's running in slow motion <laughs> but when i you got here jeans on so, yeah no <laughs> but when i got here it's uh -huh. different like when I'm running for the book, like, dude, this guy's running so fast. So you did the mannequin challenge before it happened. <laughs> I did the mannequin he's challenge actually, before it happened. Yeah. So, so to uh, reiterate, he's actually really fast on the court. Okay. Right? So when he uh -huh. plays, he's actually really quick and fast. Gotcha. Off the court, he's the slowest guy I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. so, 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 right. so if I evaluate Gilbert, ah, yeah. we, do a, we do a training session. At yeah. first, I just test his speed, his agility, mm. his control with the ball and off the ball. And from yeah. there... I derive a program to work on his strengths, mm. which are probably the speed and see based on his positioning what he needs to work on. For instance, if I'm looking at Gilbert, if he wanted to play at a collegiate level, yeah. I'd be like, we need to get the muscle mass up like two to five pounds because right. in the U.S. you're not going to play unless you have the size, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. MLS as well. And so I, I look at those things and then I'd start to incorporate the fast twitch. So we do the sprints too, but we'd also have to do some resistance, mm -hmm. might be working out in the sand, might be working on his touch while we're doing the workout. So intermediately do a nice little workout, try and get some muscle mass, and then I'll throw in some uh, soccer moves in, in between. Okay. okay. What do you think, Gilbert? I think that's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> we could actually incorporate that when we're training kids. Yes. And, and it's really important because the main thing that I see, like I've done events like yourselves at the MLS. I, worked, was, I did the Chelsea-Liverpool game, went on the field afterwards to meet uh, the Gary Carroll's Gary Cahill, who scored because he's working with Pui. Mm -hmm. So I was working to promote that event. And one thing you'll see that at a high level, if you don't have the physical acumen, like you're done. Like mm -hmm. all your technical footwork doesn't matter if you get pushed off the ball. All right. So kids need to understand like, yeah, it's cool to do the Zynga and, and, and do the around the worlds and all these fancy moves. But in a game, 99% of the time, you won't do that. Mm -hmm. It's true. Okay, Gilbert, that's, I've been trying to uh, emphasize that with you, man. <laughs> well, good thing, hey, hey, John, good thing we have him now. I know, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, he, I don't think he needs the butt workout, though. He's, he's good on that. Oh, you're straight? Okay. He's pretty straight on that, man. So, it's Kenyan genetics took care of you, huh? He's good on that. I'm lucky on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, John, so let's check in before. I know, right? I've been right. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's eye level I, with me, man. That's like, I know. Joe, John's been eyeing on me. <laughs> <laughs> So how about Thiago? Yeah. So Thiago, I've never, I've never seen Thiago play, but what I would like to do if we were working with Thiago is I would develop a little bit of upper body strength because I'm sure his technical is super sound, just so he can push people off the ball okay. and keep them away as, mm -hmm. as he's doing spin-offs or roll-arounds or marionas because obviously the technical is there. He's mm -hmm. coaching the kids. I'm sure they're, they're yeah. learning lots. They went from last to first. No Who knows? He might so, be a terrible coach. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I heard they went from last to first. So is that pretty good? Which yeah. one? Well, you, who would you pay off, man? The referees? The U10. Oh, you uh, you uh, the U10 referees. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, no. It, it is. It's, I'll back that up because <clears throat> I met Tiago from a facility I used <clears throat> to work in and his team used to get beat every time. Okay. And now they're champions all the time. 
See? So I'll back yeah. him out. So that's the technical coaching in Brazil. It's the fundamentals from the futsal. Like you, right. before you get on Campo, you have to have the technical skills right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and with that being said, one thing that we did lack at times in Brazil or when people go to Europe, they have to get the strength, especially the upper body strength. Yeah. Yeah. Because we naturally have great lower bodies. Talk so, about Brazilians in general. Or? Yeah, when, okay. when the trans the transition from uh, Brazil to Europe, okay, you want you're going to need to put on a little bit of mass yeah. and especially upper body just to just to keep that yeah. arm on. That's on true. The a lot of Brazilian players, uh, you know, they have the good footwork and all that, mm-hmm. and I noticed that they're posterior strength and the mm-hmm. lower body strength is good but then they're not really into like working out on top maybe as much right exactly and that's one thing that that's imperative at this level because especially with the u.s you see the u.s women's bullying people they yeah. just bully people with their <laughs> yeah, size yeah. and it's the same in men's like you can do more footwork to mm-hmm. avoid that but you still so with tiago we'd, we'd get that upper body get him looking taller get that mm-hmm. chest popping out and those abs flex flexing mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. so then uh right so with your kids right uh let's talk about the success first of all so I know, made, like, made a 10, yeah, you ten. Mm-hmm. I know. What's the tournament that they've like gone, uh, you know, every year for like three, four years? They've gone undefeated. They did um, that with Copa, Copa Univision. Univision. We won three years in a row. Okay, but you've only been there for six months, so you can't really talk about right. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the, the, the boys are good. Like yeah. they're they're really commitment to suck. Like their uh-huh. commitment is crazy. You okay. know, like they all play academies like Fullerton Rangers, uh-huh. like top clubs out there. Uh-huh. So. They know what they're doing. Okay, know. right. So I think, like, uh, to your point, though, mm-hmm. like, one of the things about, like, Brazilians is they love to eat, right? Oh, they yeah. love the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, like, this guy, I know, he loves the, what's the cut? The picanha? Yeah, the picanha, <laughs> you know, the every picanha, day. Right, every day, right? Yeah. So, like, all day, more all picanha, day. less push-ups, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you yeah. got to, like, get that balance going, right? Right, you got I mean, you got to eat decent. So, like, mm-hmm. with one of my clients, it's, it's a full thing. I, I tell, I give them a meal plan, and they're going to eat what I say. Right. <laughs> they do the workouts that I <laughs> so say. Give, let's, let's, so let's, let's give a decent, let's give a decent uh, <laughs> meal plan for my picanha loving brother here. Okay, so we need no more cookies for you. No more cookies. All right, let, let's check that belly out. So we need, right. to, we need to get up in the morning. We got to get yeah. that oatmeal on, get some oatmeal and some eggs rocking. Okay, oatmeal and eggs. What, yeah. What's the current breakfast normally kind of? I usually don't have breakfast. Okay, okay so, so right there he's them. failed. Okay. okay. So we got, we got to get a breakfast <laughs> yeah. going. So you got to get a breakfast going. Okay. So you, skip, you skip breakfast normally? I do. Okay, so we okay, got to get so the breakfast we, going. Yeah, we got, we got, so she'll hit up some eggs and some uh, mm-hmm. oatmeal. I mean, you can even hit it at McDonald's, get it with no sugar. Like, there's no excuse to not have what, breakfast. What, what's at McDonald's with no sugar? Uh, I get the oatmeal, no sugar, and some egg whites. I didn't know they had it. People don't know, like, yeah, so uh, I just go straight for the Big Mac. That's why you know what I mean. Like, for breakfast? Nah, just in okay. general. I thought you like, were still in college, John. No, man. Like, you got the college time. <laughs> when did look young? You good? When did uh, McDonald's start serving oatmeal, man? This is, this is what I'm saying. I found so for my clients since mm. they travel a lot. I work with clients in Asia. I have the biggest Bollywood star, who's mm. uh, Sunny Leone. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with her. So uh, uh, yeah, I'm a huge Bollywood fan. Okay, I'm so, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I know you're a fan of Sunny Leone because we all are. Okay. But um, with that being said, she's a great friend, and um, so I train a lot of my clients virtually, and they're on tour. So I, mm. whatever city they are in, yeah. in the world, mm. I have to have a common place where they can eat something healthy. Okay. And McDonald's actually you can get the oatmeal and the egg got whites. It. So you right. got to get that right. Five bucks you can afford it. So five bucks. I'll then for lunch. Tomorrow. Starting tomorrow for lunch, get a little frango. Like you need some lean meat, so get some chicken, mm. get get some brown rice. You can do white rice too, a little okay. veggies, and All then right. for dinner. Oh, it, wait, wait, okay. So what's the typical lunch then? 
Typical lunch is like rice. Mm. Like I do a stroganoff sometimes, uh-huh. like uh-huh. a meat. Okay. So okay. You, okay. chicken. Right, because you haven't eaten breakfast yeah. and you're getting kind of hungry. <laughs> so I'm really hungry <laughs> okay. uh-huh. for lunchtime. Yeah. Okay. So so you're almost there on that, but but, mm. but you want to keep it lean, like keep it a little bit more leaner. Yeah, yeah. a little, little right. chicken. No, no picanha for every every no, day. No, okay. a little chicken. Once in a while, it's okay, but not once in yeah. a while. Once a, lean. twice a week. Twice right. a week. Twice a week. And then the, then for dinner, just just really simple, like like hit a little salmon in the oven. Okay. Get some broccoli rocking with it. Mm. Maybe some sweet potatoes, some candy yams. Okay. Or some yams. Leave the candy part out. Yeah. What yeah. about before bed? Before really bed. Before see, because bed. see, see when you bring that the Oreos home, to the no. room, where'd this come from? Oreos into the room. Wow, this is the college dorm, dude. So he's skipping the breakfast uh-huh. and he's doing the midnight snacks. And see? the reason he's doing, John, you just yeah. nailed it. The yeah. reason he's doing right, the midnight right, right. snack. Uh-huh. Sorry about that. Yeah. The reason he's doing the midnight snack is because he's skipping breakfast. Right. So Makes you need sense. the calories. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta re yeah. reevaluate how he's eating right. and what he's eating. He was trying to do three square meals a day, but he bumped it up with a midnight <laughs> snack on top, right? Yeah, that's, that's not gonna no work. Good. Okay. And especially as, as an athlete, like you have to eat certain ways to optimize your performance. Okay. So it's important in all that all facets of life, not right. just on the pitch and off. Okay, so let's do this then. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he's used to doing the late night snack. Okay. What's mm-hmm. like a healthy alternative then? So if if you're going late night, you need yeah. to get some. You you could throw some popcorn, no butter in the microwave, like some some healthy popcorn. There's Whole Foods, there's Trader Joe's. I do that sometimes. Okay, good. Then, but with uh, a lot of butter. No. <laughs> See that just. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> then at that point, All you right. might as well get the Big Mac, right? All right, just do the Big Mac then. No, no don't do that. <laughs> then another thing I like, I like to snack on seaweed at night. Okay. Well, have you have you seen that at Trader Joe's? Like you're talking about the. About the, the it looks thing? like pepper, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Pepper. What do you mean? Like it's so flat, like all the mm-hmm. yeah, the flat sheets. Yeah, the, the flat sheets. sheets of seaweed. Okay. Yeah, that's, you know you're talking to an Asian brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we stole like, that from y'all. We yeah, stole it. Know, my bad. I got it in my back pocket right now. <laughs> okay. like, Let me get some. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got it. So right. I do that, and, and okay, just, do, but you know what he's talking about, or no? So So it's a packet. It's about a dollar fifty in Trader Joe's, and it's just seaweed. And it just fills you with nutrients just from the bottom of the it's ocean. It's basically like when you're ordering like sushi, right? You know how they have the the, the wrap. Uh-huh. It's that that the thin seaweed sheets is what okay. he's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. All right, he's not salty. He's like, no, no. He's like <laughs> I'll try to get it. <laughs> yeah, and then you just I mean you can you can have a little protein shake. No, nothing's okay. wrong with that. Protein yeah. shake. Yeah. yeah, that's just a quick. That's a solution. huge jump though from the Oreos late at night. You know, what it's I mean? a big that, It's going from Oreos hmm. at midnight to okay. seaweed and protein shake. I don't think my he's gonna make that leap. But we're turning his life around. So he might okay. get on the pitch and you might. Be one of those ringers, like you know, what I mean? he might be he playing under two, under mm. ten, and get hey, that world listen, cup. He said about the whey protein. Mm. Have you tried the milkshake at night? Which one? The McDonald's it really better. The Mc- it McDonald's good. Yeah. milkshake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, With Oreos. Oh my god. I'm not, I'm not so. <laughs> you wake up, you're full. It's the the ten year olds can do that. But once you hit twenty five or thirty, get no, that's you can't true, do it right? anymore. Yeah, you can only do it when you're a kid, right? That, yeah, that's why it doesn't get. Or breakfast. if you're like a lean ten like this guy, this guy. No, I, I don't. I don't do breakfast either. See, like, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no breakfast. Okay. Hey, but but you know what's crazy? Hmm. Every tournament, he knows. Yeah. I like to eat junk food before the tournament. I don't know why I play mm. better. If I like a Big Mac with fries mm. and something, mm. I play better. I think that's mental. I think it's mental too, right? Because there's <laughs> yeah. no way like, it, it's true. He probably, the Mac guy. you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So imagine how you play if you had a good meal before. You'd be yeah. all-star in it. <laughs> I'm sure you already are, but that, that might, you may get more trophies. No, no, but it's serious. Like if I eat a junk food, mm-hmm. for some reason I play better. I don't know. Like what? Maybe, how, like what are you talking about? Like right before or the night before or what? No, no, no. Like before, like two hours before, mm. I eat like a Big Mac or something. Yeah. Then on the tournament, I'm like a lot of carbs. Mm. 
That see, that's what it is. You just need carbs before a game. Like yeah. if, like the NFL players, when I'm working with football players, they have the pancakes, mm. some syrup because you need the simple carbs, that sugar sh- shot before a game. But then you're also getting heavy with beef. I wouldn't eat beef before mm. a game because right. your body has to digest. The thing it. is, is he, he's young, right? So he can get away with that without realizing he can get to the next level. He's like he's like 18, you know. What I mean? uh. <laughs> Okay, right. Right. Yeah. that's why. Yeah, yeah. You got like, wait, till, right, wait till he gets to like forty, like Gilbert and myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm only forty two. Uh, <laughs> looking good, man. You're on there. <laughs> All right. So, where do you do most of your uh, uh, the workout with the groups? So I do uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at eleven a.m. We're in Santa Monica at the mm-hmm. beach, mm-hmm. so we just rock it out. There's right next to the Fuchi Valley, so we, there's a volleyball court there. Sometimes we utilize. Mm-hmm. But we get our footwork in there. We get our drills in there. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like athletic training to to the next level and the beach is right there sometimes the ladies rock bikinis and mm. jump in afterwards okay because that's when we're going to show up no, you, you know know. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to throw them in the water John <laughs> hope you're not married don't get in trouble <laughs> alright so then you do it on the beach right yeah yeah. That, I think okay. that's the best workouts for your lungs mm. your mind and, and your foot feet so we do it barefoot because you really want to have that touch on the ball okay yeah mm-hmm. got it so then do you differentiate between um, I guess workouts that are oriented towards uh, playing versus uh, just kind of health, fitness, and body, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, see, those are yeah, those are to- two totally different They're sessions. Totally different, right? Totally different sessions. So in the playing one, we're going we're gonna to interact more. We're going to get the touches in mm-hmm. on all body parts, make sure you, you can turn with the ball, your reaction, and also thinking ahead. Because a lot of people are thinking when they have the ball. It's too late. So mm-hmm. you have to train your mind. The mind is a muscle. So when I'm training athletes, mm-hmm. we're training the mind simultaneously. When I'm training housewives or people who want to look good for their wedding or just for yeah. life, yeah. we're just working on the physical aspect and the happiness part. Because right. that makes... A big difference in terms of your body reconstructing itself. If you're happy and enjoying, you get more results. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So, wh- where do you uh, stay right now? Where do you where do you live? So I'm right in downtown Culver City. I love it. It's like yeah. a block in New York. I got 20 restaurants, two bars, so it's it's good for dating. You know, you just <laughs> yeah, walk yeah. around. What, what's the nice? No, uh, no wonder you're single. I know, right? <laughs> what's your kind of go to spots? That so you like to hang out. There's an Argentinian spot I love called Gran Casino. Mm-hmm. It's uh right there on Main Street. Um, another place they have a Middle Eastern place that has uh, some healthy food right across the street. Good TVs because I need, I don't miss my soccer matches. Like part of my life, mm. I'm gonna be in sports. You got you gotta catch the matches. I'm a big EPL fan. Chelsea's my squad. Yeah. About thirty percent is always Brazilian, mm. so I never miss a match. That's my homework and, and yeah. always staying staying astute because my goal is to consult and end up working with these pro clubs in Europe. Right, right. Those are the, the players are your pro targets, right? Exactly. Yeah, potential clients. Correct. So you want to stay up on the latest and know what's going on in the world. Exactly. And so I enjoy a good meal and I study and take mm-hmm. notes on every movement, what I could enhance. Because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And okay. every day you get older, there's a new 18-year-old. So right. they need to invest. So my thought to them is like, hey, if I can get you to play another year or two injury-free and, yeah. and jail-free and problem-free, that's another 10, 20 million for your kids. Mm. So that's how I kind of break it down to. Okay. So then your age uh, in terms of uh, your adult life when you came to the U.S., mm-hmm. you said it was what uh, what age? Uh, I came, came here 17 for college, but I'd been here before. Okay. So you yeah. came here 17 for college and you stayed in the U.S. since then? No, I've been all around the world. I've, you, I've were playing, you were playing yeah, abroad. Exactly. Okay. Europe, Asia, Latin America, my okay. home being Brazil. Yes. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Cause so all, I, I travel a lot. Okay. Because mm-hmm. all three of you guys have like a similar kind of uh, experience in the right. sense of... 
all, all you guys came to the U.S. later, and mm -hmm. so you have the, the home uh, life, you know, from your home country. Correct. Very uh, contrasting with the mm -hmm. life here, right? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about that, right? Ooh. So, uh, you know, Brazilian, Brazilian, obviously, mm -hmm. right? Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, kind of the, the good and the bad. Well, I, I'll, I, I'll try and not say anything bad. I love. Mm. I we'll start like, with the good. We'll okay. start with the good. So in the, in the planet Earth, mm. you know, I got to got to speak five languages, be around it. USA has the most opportunities. Five. Earlier it was three. You just jumped two? No, no, because I used to speak German and French. But oh. I, it's weak. Ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. Okay. Like ich bin Fußballspieler. Okay. So my Ooh, my German's that, a little weak you. now. <laughs> but if it, if I see if I see a flight attendant, I used to do a flight attendant okay. from Lufthansa. I'd remember right. for that, not for you. I, but, you know, know I know. Like I I speak a little bit of French too. The and for sure that is not even a song <laughs> that is a song okay. so john is soccer woman i like that okay. but one thing that's really hard here is like i'm from rio so in my neighborhood it's very common to date someone with commonalities right mm. so you'll go to the gym like if i'm going to body tech or a regular gym i'm going to go with somebody we're about the same fitness level about the same age same interests mm -hmm. So then when I came to the U.S., it's so different. Like a lot of my clients who are mm. 25, their husbands are 50. Mm. So it's like when I was on road, they're on fifth doing Quidvasa. Mm. So it's really different in terms of social interactions, what's valued. Like people a lot would love, I was famous for my energy and just- What is that? This is my energy and spirit and, and overall attitude. Like okay. people just like that. Mm. Whereas here, it's like, who do you know? Like people here are more impressed with my celebrity clients mm. than who I am inside. And and that's kind of a big change for me. It was a change. Okay. Well, you can let them know that you know the three of us now to add to your list of people that you know. So I'm good now. Okay. I'm straight, John. <laughs> okay. So it's a little bit different from a departure from kind of the Brazilian upbringing you're saying, right? Correct. In terms okay. of family and, and, right. and just forming bonds based on who the person is. Mm. Like that that means so much to me. Right. Okay. Like the culture is different. Yes. Totally. Okay. Completely right. in that sense. All right. So, so that's that sounds more like the, the, the difference and the negative. What about some of the good that's here that's uh, different, that's totally... Uh, <clears throat> Positive, wow. I guess. The, oppor the opportunities here are, are so like they're, they're boundless, like uh, yeah. in terms of who you can meet, who right. you can work with. Especially for hustlers like you three, right? <laughs> it, right. We're, we're, we're getting it. Look yeah. at the neighborhoods we're in. We're in some of the nicest places in the world. Mm. <clears throat> so here I came out here with an idea. Mm. And at first people were like, that's a little crazy. It's like, I want to introduce this Court Apostle brand and be on Fifth Avenue, Dale Drive, and train celebrities, be on TV mm. and work with Jillian Michaels and TRX. All the Because TRX is in every pro stadium I saw around the world. And then I come to the USA and just being a, a hard worker, all of those things happen. I got to work with TRX and Jillian Michaels on the TV show. Mm. So it's like nowhere else in the world could this happen. Really, if you see the the, the corruption that occurs in a mm. lot of countries, yeah. you're born at this level, you, you die at that level. Unless you're like mm. uh, Pele or a super, superstar, you're not really going to send because sports don't pay that much. Mm. People think, oh, it's pro athlete, you're rich. Sports don't play that much outside of the USA. And, and so that's sure, a yeah. big difference. And, and I love that about mm -hmm. here that you can do whatever you want. How, how did you get hooked up with the like, okay, so I'm sure there's other people out there that are like, yeah, I would like to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. How did you get onto like uh, hooked up with like Julian Michaels? Julian so Michaels? Um, <clears throat> do you remember that the UFC is the big fighting show? So I'm not a fighter. People always ask me, oh, do you do, do, you do uh, MMA? I'm like, no, I'm, you're Brazilian. Do you do? No, I play <laughs> soccer. Mm -hmm. But um, so UFC was famous because of Spike TV. So I was a big fan of Spike. And uh, I heard from somebody that uh, they were having a, a fitness show. They were looking for the next big big fitness star. Mm. And so I started emailing my friends like, hey, can you send out my, my demo? You know, like what I do? Like there's no faking it. Like they can just so somebody take me on their cell phone. Mm -hmm. 
and it got to Spike TV. And then uh, next thing you know, I'm on, I'm, I'm on the show. Like we're on the show bonding. I'm on the show with Jillian Michaels and TRX people whose pro and Zumba people whose programs I saw around the world. And then they're like mentoring me and saying how I could one day potentially make 50, hundred million like they did. It was, it was just mind blowing. And only here that could happen. Mm, awesome. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Give us a little bit of the breakdown between your experiences and the good and the bad between your upbringing in Brazil and here. I think the the good thing is like like you said the opportunity here you know like um, the investment in soccer not just soccer all the sports is like something they you don't see in Brazil <laughs> like in Brazil if you have money you can play like okay. oh you know the guy you yeah. have money you you good you can play here they invest all ages like six year old seven eight they're like all in club. You know, they have all the, the bad part is about the money, mm. you know, mm. they pay so much to play. That's like I never paid to play in Brazil. Mm-hmm. I made a team. I got like sponsored by the team. Mm-hmm. I got the uniform. I got the, the coach. Everything was covered here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're good. Here's a contract. Sign. <laughs> Three thousand a year. I was like, yeah. come on, he's eight year old. He's mm-hmm. gonna have to pay this much. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the only bad thing mm-hmm. that I don't like about here. Mm-hmm. But. What about from the from a lifestyle perspective now? Oh, lifestyle? Yeah. Oh, that that one's a, <laughs> a crazy one. <laughs> uh, well, um, you were young when you so you, it's not like you when you were in uh, Brazil, uh, you were going out to the nightlife and stuff. In Brazil, right? it was crazy because I was playing pro when I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. So I used to hang out with these pro players, and the drinking age was eighteen. Mm-hmm. So I used to go out with these guys and have fun. I moved here when I was twenty. And I couldn't even go out. Like, <laughs> no, you, you can't go out. You can't drink. You can't do this. You have to wait one more year. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was doing everything in Brazil, but I cannot do it here. Like, right. that was like crazy change for me, sure. you know. Right. And um, the college experience for me was not good at all, too. Okay. You know, like. In Can- uh, Kansas, right? Not in, in here. Oh, Because Kansas, I, I couldn't, like. Handle the, the weather, so okay. I just moved to California. I didn't get okay. a chance to play there. Right? <laughs> okay. I can't practice in the uh, snow and all that. Yeah, it was, right, it was right. too much. Too much for a, a boy from uh, oh, Sao yeah. Paulo from Brazil, right? Yeah. Okay. But like when I got to college here, is like um, some of the players didn't take it serious. Okay. They just came out of high school. They wanted to party. They yeah. wanted to do like all these crazy things that I've done already when mm-hmm. I was 17, 16. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like I was the grandpa on the team. Like, <laughs> These guys are all going out before games, and I was just like waiting to go to the bus to go to the game. So, lifestyle was really like different for me. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I thought uh, Brazilians, and I've been to Brazil, and don't get me wrong, they love to party, right? Mm-hmm. I've been to Sao Paulo, I've been to Rio. Look at Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still parties. Bro. It's like yeah, and uh, you know, you go out on a Tuesday night, and everyone's like having yep. the, the you know the third best night of their life, and I'm like, what the what's the occasion? It's like not just you know life so yeah Yeah. life right celebrating it's tuesday yeah it's tuesday right so (laughs) it's kind of funny and interesting that you say that so then is it you think uh just in your in your personal experience you were already kind of past that or when you were in 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 america you're just looking a little bit more seriously about what you wanted to do i I was more serious because i i left my pro life to come play here and i had another vision i'm gonna play college i'm gonna go to mls and when I got here, it was like a shock for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like everything was different. Like not everybody took serious. The MLS level wasn't that good. Like I played second division in Brazil and it was like even fourth division in Brazil is better than MLS right here. Mm-hmm. It was a shock for me. Mm-hmm. Like every like thing was different, you know? Okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. What about you, Gilbert? Tell us a little bit about 
I guess, uh, your personal experiences in coming to the U.S. and contrasting the, the good and the bad? Well, I would say, first off, is the infrastructure here is way better. Okay. As in, like... <laughs> like, uh, the, I mean... Traffic? <laughs> yeah. The traffic is right, the same. Right. I mean, the way the the freeway I'm is much. The freeway's traffic. <laughs> He's like, yeah, the infrastructure is terrible here. Kenya is much better. No, yeah. so, hey, uh, so, I'm t- well, the traffic here is a huge. Just by the, the way, same as in Kenya. By the way, I've we, been to Kenya, right? Mm-hmm. It threw me off because they drive on the wrong side of the road. Right? Exactly. <laughs> well, we, they drive on the loud like, oh my, oh my, oh my. yeah. They, well, that would happen. We yeah. drive like. Um, I think we drive just like the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drive on the left. Yeah. As opposed to here, it's a little bit different. Yeah. But anyhow, the traffic here is way better since everybody stays on their line. Mm. But in Kenya, when there's traffic, <laughs> then right. every, hell yeah. breaks loose. Right. You, as long as you get space, you yeah. can go. All right. What are lines, right? You, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. need to wait for anybody to yeah. tell you, hey, it's time to go. Okay. You're late, got to move on it. Yeah. Move, move on it. So the good thing, I think, for me, um, yeah, just like the two of you just said, is the opportunities. Mm are endless here as opposed to Kenya. I wouldn't be a soccer coach in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Uh, if sure. it, yeah, I wouldn't make anything off of it. Mm-hmm. I'll just either play or right. just do something else or work for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really hard um, actually to build a business mm. as opposed to here. I got here and six years already build a business. Yeah. You got like um, 18 businesses right now, right? Stop well, creating yeah. uh, Instagram. You got like 18 different Instagram <laughs> accounts. One phone per business. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do that in Kenya. So okay. that tells you in itself that yeah. the opportunities here are way better okay. than anywhere else. I'm right. sure I'm sure other places like the first world countries is the same thing. <laughs> but I'm lucky to be here, especially in California. It's one of the biggest mm-hmm. kind of states. Mm-hmm. There are a lot more opportunities, a lot of diversity here too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of places to learn from people. I mean, look at this. This guy is a businessman. <laughs> You're a businessman. Tiago too. So this is also good. I wouldn't be able to find this in Kenya. So right. I appreciate this being here. Oh, you guys are all businessmen. I think you guys are just hustlers. No. <laughs> well, that's what they call business people. Oh. Hustlers. Okay. I mean, that's the same thing. I'll call Mr. Right. Donald Trump a, a hustler. Yeah. Because yeah. look at where he is. Right. Just don't use yeah. the word posse because okay. you know you get in trouble for that. You heard about yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phil Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah. He got yeah, yeah. that that's mm-hmm. that's pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. No. I think one of the <laughs> hardest thing here too is to socialize with people. Mm. Like in Brazil, you can mm-hmm. make friends everywhere. Yeah. You go yeah. buy a bread, oh, mm-hmm. you make friends with the guy. You yeah. go buy candy, you make friends. Mm-hmm. Here, it's so hard to like yeah. get a friend. You know, yeah. Yeah, totally. like I went to college, I had like school, English school. I never had a friend, friend. Mm-hmm. I met mm-hmm. this guy like in two weeks. We clicked. We see it. <laughs> we hang out almost every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure your wives love that, but go ahead. They, they, <laughs> my wife hates him, his wife hates him. <laughs> well, I would say, but I would say, day we're sitting I, down I, in the I, restaurant. I would, still, I would say, I agree with Tiago, given that I don't, well, well, I moved here and my neighbors, like, I don't even know who my neighbors are. No. Sure. Like, it's okay. funny. Like, why don't I'm you like, knock on the door and say hi? Well, <laughs> they might dude, call the cops. They might rob you. I know. Right? I was like, hey, I have a very strange gentleman about to rob me outside 911. Yeah. Exactly. And in Kenya, like, before you even move in, everybody mm. knows who's moving in. Mm-hmm. Like, people know you. People welcome you. Mm. You know, I was assuming it's going to be the same thing, but it's not. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of a community here. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that are actually, what I think is people that are struggling mm-hmm. are the ones that have more community here. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I moved in, too, I volunteered with the program called Stand Up For Kids. Okay. Uh, working with the homeless youth. Yeah. So that's where I get to see like a little bit more different people, people coming together to try to help. Other than that, nobody says anything. Mm. Pass by people, all they do is say hi and move on. Like, that's true. is that it? 
you know so it's easy like people like for example like Tiago mm-hmm. obviously we're good friends mm-hmm. we we came from a background of, that we understand that we need each other we're friends you know mm-hmm. you gotta make we friends grow together yeah. yeah so it was easy for us to click mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's easy for people that have gone through the same um, system it's easy for him he's yeah. been all over the place you can tell yeah. the people that you can click with I would assume here is people that have traveled people mm-hmm. that have seen the world Makes it other easy. than that people that have not traveled not gone anywhere you will yeah. not be able to click with them because right. they are so enclosed Okay. And you know what's good about uh, soccer John is that <clears throat> the reason I do my workout and the reason urban futsal exists is that the only way to really make friends out in Los Angeles is a common bond such mm-hmm. as urban futsal mm-hmm. you 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 right here look at us we have true diversity like you literally we have every shade here and it's beautiful and we didn't i'm sure you didn't plan it that way like oh you cast, if you I cast. Did, actually if i did i would have switched seats with him you know what i mean <laughs> the, the rainbow progression so it's it's really about finding your community mm-hmm. with like-minded people so right. uh, that's why i do my cuerpo so that's why you have the urban futsal and and it bonds because you're there for sincerity whereas like you go to the club yeah i don't know if you have five thousand to spend a night I don't right now, but you're not. There's no real connection there. It's just there could because the bottle's pretty and the women right. are nice. So that, that's what sports opens up a, a communal language, and because right. you need those relationships, we came from them. Like I grew up, I didn't have when I grew up. I didn't really have a door. Like somebody asked me the other day, I had a curtain. Like I didn't have my own room. You know. So when I think about these things, I had forgot. It's like I take everything that I have and I value it. Like out here, I came out here, got a, I had a convertible Lexus for a while. Like all these cool things, mm. they really don't exist in other places. But you still want that community. That's the most important thing. And that's what we seek out in all of that. What we're doing is just real friendships because right. we like each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, good points. All right. So what's the, what's the uh, future outlook for you? What are you hoping to do with uh, your company and your, some of your endeavors then? So my goal is to get Cuerpo, so just like Zumba did, I'm trying to license the program, so I'll be in all LA fitness or 24-hour fitnesses, so I want to have next year, by the end of the year, be in a couple hundred gyms, so I have a couple hundred people with a Cuerpo degree. Mm. That's one goal. The second goal is I want to be uh, working with, consulting with an EPL team or various MLS teams and other sports, NBA, MLS, uh, excuse me, MLB as well, where I'm meeting with athletes tweaking their physical but also getting into their mind so it's a whole experience so those are my two major goals Mm. and uh with that being said when i can get that done i've done more than i ever dreamed of awesome awesome okay so then give me an example so if you're gonna have a class of like corpasso like a 24-hour fitness right you would have licensed instructors Mm -hmm. and they would be doing classes with the corpasso training yes so what what happened is i I was supposed to be at uh 200 right now supposed to be at 200 gyms okay and uh, called retro fitness in the last second the contract didn't work out but what's going to happen is i'm going to have 15 to 20 cuerpasso soccer balls at each gym okay. and a licensed instructor. So when you say cuerpasso soccer ball, right? Sorry for interrupting. Sure, is no it problem. different? Is it heavier? Like why do you need a, you know, your own? That's great. To, so, yeah. so it's a little bit lighter because when we're outside, a lot of times you just want a lighter touch. So it's more like a training ball. Okay. And um, it just also feels a sense of connection. Like you're part of a team. So I tell people our workout is about teamwork. CrossFit, that's great. Other mm-hmm. sports are great, mm-hmm. but you're writing down your number. You bench 315. I bench 400. How'd you know? You know? <laughs> wow. You do have some good pecs, You can right? read your mind. Dude. Are those implants? <laughs> are those natural, natural chest? So most workouts now that are trendy are based on a number of how much you can do. Well, you're never going to, not no insulting you, I won't say you, but most people will never, let's say, bench what I can bench because I played pro. I worked around the world. <clears throat> but this workout, Cuerpaso, is about togetherness. So the balls are really representative of 
the the fact that we're we're a unit and we're one so they would have the quarterfinal instructor we'd have the moves the dance moves the soccer moves and the balls in each gym mm -hmm. and we would just have instructors doing that around the clock around the world and uh okay. that's that's what we're working to get okay awesome awesome okay so then you have potential three instructors uh, obviously i would be the head instructor <laughs> right, i'll manage these guys for let's, you let's get your license right after this i know right? all right thank you yeah so you already have some kind of uh, training for these instructors in yeah. place so what i did is i uh, working with trx uh on oh, spike you are, tv you are with trx no i, okay. I worked with him uh -oh. to implement and write a training manual based on he has the best training program in the world so he looked over mine and I've derived a training manual. It's about 100 pages. Mm -hmm. So does the kinesiology as well as the movements. And then we also have videos. So I have that all in place and set up. Now I'm working on the gym location so that I can certify the people and roll it out. Awesome. So it's all so set. Does it initially have to be in the gym? No, not at all. So that's a great question is that sometimes I, I'm at a health clinic in New York City because obesity right. is rampant amongst blacks and Latinos. 50% of us are obese. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm at a health clinic in New York. So the doctors at a free health clinic prescribe quadriposal and a woman teaches it in the health center itself right. uh, outside on the grass. So we have three versions. We have the grass, mm -hmm. the beach and the indoor version. So yeah, when you get the license, you can do it anywhere. So yeah, so, I mean, I'm seriously asking because I know sometimes when I'm coaching, mm -hmm. I have, I've seen my parents, they run around, they're doing like exercise. I'm like, yeah. hmm, maybe that'd be something they would want to do. You know, what's interesting is that you just sparked something I forgot to say is <clears throat> I want to meet with AYSO and mm -hmm. integrate Cuerpaso so that while the adults are waiting for their kids, uh, they have mm -hmm. a Cuerpaso instructor. And I want to roll that out nationwide mm -hmm. now that I have all my accolades and, and working in the fitness and, and health industry. But that would be a goal, and you totally saw where we want to go with it. So the parents, mm -hmm. and if your parents are in shape, my mother was in great shape, mm -hmm. and that motivated me to be in awesome shape. And my, my sisters, whom dance with Beyonce and work with her, are in phenomenal shape because we saw our mother, and she was like, you're going to go to school, and be you can play dance or be an athlete, but you have to stay fit. Mm -hmm. So I would like to do something like that. Okay, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. For me, I I wouldn't mind learning some. So I'd love to, I'd love yeah. to talk to you about that series. Oh, that, that's great, awesome. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. that vision. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. All right, awesome. Thanks for all of the information. <laughs> it was uh, great having you guys here today. Mm -hmm. All right, loved it, John. Yeah, you want to give a, a last uh, sign off to your uh, fans and potential uh, people that would be interested? Yeah, so I want to send love. Please check out Cuerpaso. You can uh, see us on Instagram, and if you're looking to have get fit, have a great boom boom, or just have some good <laughs> friends and a good time. Uh, you know, reach out. And also, if your kids want to play D1 or pro soccer, I've played and trained at all the top stadiums. I know what it takes to get there, and I'd love to help. All right, great. Uh, thanks again once again to our guest co-host, Gilbert, from HB Futsal in the house. And we have Tiago from Brazuca Ballers. Check out their websites. We'll have it listed in the information. Thanks again for joining us on the Urban Pitch Podcast, The Beautiful Game of Life. Peace out. Gracias. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.